Welcome to Ukulele is the New Black. I'm Meredith Harper and I love to play the ukulele. In this podcast, I talk to ukulele players to find out why they play ukulele, what they love about it and how it's changed their lives. I wanted to play an instrument because musicians are so cool and I wanted to be cool but I found playing... Recently, I was in Sydney for the weekend and I took the opportunity to have a chat with Jeff, Rita, Patsy and Peter of ukulele band Blackfoot Floozy. They very kindly came to my hotel room for the recording and as they were bringing the instruments and the equipment in, the concierge was looking a little bit worried. (laughs) Yeah, nothing to be concerned about. I'm sure that hotel room hasn't experienced such a good musical performance in quite some time, if ever. I hope you enjoy. Yeah, it's the new black. Everybody's playing it. Because it's the new black. Ukulele players, welcome and introduce yourselves. Thank you. I'm uh, I'm Jeff from Flatfoot Floozy. Hi, I'm Rita from Flatfoot Floozy, and I'm Patsy. And I'm Peter. All from and I, I didn't want to have to say Flatfoot Floozy because I really have trouble saying it. <laughs> That's why we said it for you. <laughs> yes, thank you. I think the key is to, you've got to say it slowly, don't yeah. you? Mm. So while we're on the name, so where is the name? Where does the name come from? The name comes from, um, I generally like to, um, to pick names of bands from um, lyrics in songs. And um, when the lady sent me this song, In the Mood, there's this line in there which says, the flatfoot flusion wants a new boy. Ah. And I thought, there we go. Yes. Name, name found itself. Yeah, it's, it's a great name. I love it. it yeah. And, and the flatfoot floozy is a, is a woman who can't dance. Oh. And she's looking in, in, in the band era when it was very important to dance and be a good dancer. She's looking for a good boy, a good dancer. Okay, so floozy doesn't mean what I think floozy means in this uh, context. Well, she probably is a bit of a floozy, <laughs> but she's flat-footed. Okay. <laughs> well, it's a fantastic name. Thank you. So welcome, all of you. So we're here um, in, in a cosy little hotel room in Sydney um, because I'm here for the weekend and um, thank you so much for, for coming out to, to have a chat to and me. You're welcome. Yeah. So we might just um, work through one at a time. So maybe what I want to do is get a feeling, because um, obviously you're all, I heard you playing and you're all quite um, accomplished and talented musicians, you've done this thank before. You. So I just want to get a feel for your musical background, we might just work through one at a time. Okay. Um Yes, I'll, I'll start. The, um, I've played guitar for about 50-odd years. Quite enjoyed doing that. But a few, about eight, nine years ago, I um, found the Valmain Ukulele Club and thought, and I heard them play and I thought, no, the ukulele is a musical instrument and it can be played musically. And I thought that's where I want to get into is playing the ukulele musically. There's, there's a lot of room for the George Formby type of thing. There's a lot of room for the Hawaiian Thankfully, there's no room for tiptoe through the tulips. Please no. Exactly. But the rest of it, you can play just like any other musical instrument. And I must admit, I don't play it like the ukulele should be played, I think, but I do play it like a guitar, um, just as a musical instrument. Well, I don't think there's any way it should be played. No. That's my opinion. You yeah. play it however you want to play it. That's and, right. Yeah, yeah, which is great. So call. do you yeah. still play guitar or have you gone yeah, totally? No, still, still play guitar. Still I do usually, both? Yeah, sort of, um, yeah, I noodle around on the guitar majestically at home and then um, get the opportunity to play the ukulele in situations like this. Okay, so it's more of your, your social instrument. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Which, which, yeah, everyone which says is a fantastic thing to do, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, Rita and I 
um, sang together on the um, cabaret circuit for several years in the mm. um, 90s, early 90s. Mm-hmm. And we were part of a trio with Rita's sister, sister. Jan, yeah. called Taxido Junction. And we just loved singing together. We love harmonies. We love close harmony work. And, um, you know, the club scene changed, didn't it, Yes, the club scene changed, um, circumstances changed, and then there was just Pat and I. And we loved singing together at parties and um, anywhere where we could get a gig. And then Pat introduced me to the Balmain Ukulele Club. Um, I'm very much a novice on the ukulele, so this is why I sing and and have uh, do the percussion instruments, which I enjoy doing, and which is a very important role. So exceptionally yes. important. Yes. Role. Singing well and playing ukulele exactly. at the same time is yes. difficult. I, I usually do one or the other. Yes, um, yes. Except, well, yeah. in my living room, but, yeah, yeah. performing yeah. it is quite difficult. to, yes. do, to do both well. But it's so, but it's wonderful that we've been given this opportunity with the guys, you know, who we're fortunate enough to meet and we've just claimed two fantastic musos, you know. We sort of nabbed them and asked them to join well, us. That's very kind. Patsy, yes, no, that was from the Balmain Ukulele Club, wasn't it? <laughs> yes. Um, yes. I heard these ladies sing at Balmain and I thought, gee, they're pretty good. And um, luckily Patsy came up to me and asked me if I would, you know, like to play along with them and I thought there's some good singers there and I thought that'd be great. So I was into it. So, so you two go back a long way then? Yes, we, we do. do. So how did you meet originally? It, well, we, we actually met. We, we were um, singing, singing teachers. With, with a singing teacher, but we were both in different little girl groups or bands yeah. prior to that. But we met at um, having singing lessons and we just, we yeah. just needed a, um, another vocalist to form a trio. I was singing with my sister. There was a duo and we wanted another lady to sing along with us and we met Pat at um, singing lessons. She came for an audition. Yeah. And uh, it got was the gig. Got the gig. We said, yay, you're in. And, um, and you never looked back. We never looked back. No. The rest history, yeah. Yeah, it was an amazing, amazing period for us to be able to mm. earn, earn, be semi-professional as a musician, which is very difficult to do as Anybody knows. Yeah, even harder than being professional. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But we enjoyed it. We had a wonderful time and we got to two different states. We we sang with, uh, we did backups to um, an, uh, a guy named Lonnie Lee and um, so we did a bit of touring with him as well. So, yes, yeah. we've enjoyed a great singing career. And just because you're the bass player doesn't mean you, you get out of it. <laughs> no, no, I, the girls are much more interesting. <laughs> no, not at all. No, 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 no. Uh, everyone's story. Um, I taught myself to play guitar as a teenager and played in the folk circuit. And then on my first trip to Hawaii in 1974, um, I fell in love with Hawaii and I bought my first ukulele and was hooked on Hawaiian music and have been going back on and off ever since. But that was back in the 70s. Nobody wanted to know a ukulele. It was sort of too weird for Sydney, and it wasn't until the Balmain Ukulele uh, Club got underway that suddenly we had the the, the ukulele revival, and uh, suddenly I had somewhere to go and play my mm. ukulele, and I was playing tenor ukulele. Um, but about five years ago I switched to bass, 
uh, and this was all at the Belmay Ukulele Club. It's where we all met. And um, because there was, you needed a bass in a ukulele band. In Hawaii, uh, no ukulele band would ever play without a bass. And so there was this glaring ga- great gap. So I took up the bass to fill the gap you with a few people. Yeah. <laughs> and I fell in love with the bass. And I oh, have wow. become a bass nut. <laughs> ah. And I've got a cupboard full of very high-end tenor ukuleles, which I haven't played in five years because I play nothing else. Oh, okay. So money. you don't ever whip one out just to have a little, little go on it? They just sit there gathering dust the whole time, do they? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. sad. Five years ago, Kalar, commonly known as Kala, uh, ukulele company, invented the U-bass. Um, you're aware of that, yeah. Um, which is a, sh- a short scale bass, and it was an acoustic bass with a round hole, um, which is a really lovely instrument, but gave problems with feedback. Uh, and then they later on they made it a solid body, so you didn't get the feedback. And then they added five strings to the four strings because five string basses are common in the electric world. And so I always wanted to get in the low tones, so I got a five-string bass. Um, but it's a it's a Koa top, uh, oh, no and, and it's an ash body underneath. Yeah, it's it's really really lovely. It's a it's a custom job out of California, actually. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, it's really nice. So I just want to talk a little bit about how you learned to play. Now, I think those of you who played guitar, it's you mm. probably just I assume you just you just worked it out. Well, yeah, the. Um well, what I liked about it, when, from a guitarist's point of view, um, the tuning is just like playing a guitar with the cable on the fifth fret. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so things like Here Comes the Sun, the George Harrison song, for example, where he plays guitar with the fifth fret, you can easily play it on a ukulele yeah. quite easily. So, um, so it was no, the transition was, wasn't a problem. And, um, as you know, chord shapes are the same as the guitar. You just got to know that you're on the fifth fret if you've got the guitar instead of yeah. um, down at the nut level. So you um, really yeah, need to, so just to... coming from there. Yeah. Whereas back in the seventies, there was no YouTube. <laughs> no, no, there wasn't. There wasn't. That's made an enormous difference. Oh yeah. I mean, we're very fortunate to have all that YouTube stuff. Um, but the chord shapes on a ukulele are all the same as on a guitar. So once you've learnt guitar mm-hmm. chord shapes. Yeah. The chord shapes are the same on a ukulele, but they come out in the different keys. So, you know, if, you, if you're playing a, a C on a ukulele, it's the same as a G on a guitar. So the crossover is pretty easy yeah. and you can, you can strum away, especially if you've played rhythm guitar. Um, the strumming is just the same, more or less. I, I have a baritone uh, ukulele, too, uh, not, not here today, but, um, and that's exactly the same. Uh, as a guitar. So had you played guitar before? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm, yeah. So most of you have had a head start, except for you. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it, does, it certainly does help, actually. It really does help. I'm learning. Mm. I'm getting there. You're doing fine. <laughs> well, there's, there's, doing fine. There, there's no time when you have to, you have to have it right. Yes. Yeah, exactly. you, can, yes. you just do it at your own pace. I have to concentrate on my vocals and concentrate yeah. on my tambourine playing and, and my egg and other instruments <laughs> that I want to bring into the... Uh, into the band. Yeah. There is absolutely nothing wrong with it, and that's mm. yeah, what I tend mm. to do as well. <laughs> yeah. So how long have you been playing as a, as a foursome? Probably about two and a half years, isn't it? Because we got the first, the, first, the first festival we went to was Central Coast, 
and that's coming up again in two years. Yeah, maybe. So, yeah, maybe two So years. that was the first yeah. one. So and then we played at the second one last year. Yeah. And so then maybe the third two one's coming up. Yeah. So it's probably yeah, like two and a half years yeah. thereabouts. Yeah. yeah. Two years maybe. Okay. So you just you do the festivals, or do people pay you to play as well? Uh, we've played at other places besides festivals. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we've we've played at um, parties and we've played at um, Christmas parties mm-hmm. and yeah. things like that. Yeah, that's great. It's good. Mm-hmm. So, seeing we're talking about playing, um, do you want to play something we'll for play me? Yeah. yeah. Right. One, two, one, two, Do the four of you all like the same kind of music? That's yeah. a good question, actually. The, yeah. Um, yeah. The, um, well, the, the ladies came with, Tuxedo Junction came with some great songs like, like that one, Shadowmaker Shoe, Shoeshine Boy, um, came with In the Mood, came with a lot of those swing, 40, swing, swing. Andrew Sisters type stuff, yeah. and just obviously suits the harmony as well. Yeah. Um, but we also play some um, more rocky numbers, like um, Listen to the Music from the Doobie Brothers. Mm-hmm. and. Nice. Um, few other things like that. Um, mm. So 
Um, I guess it's a yes, it's a democratic way of choosing songs. I think, and we've I think we've all brought them. songs to yeah, the table. If we don't like them, we say that's not going to work. We, tr- we try it, yeah. and we sort of say, yeah. okay, we've tried this about four or five times. It's not going to happen, so we move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's it's hard sometimes because I find some of the groups I'm with with is often a big um, age disparity. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and yeah. so you know the younger people will. Well, sometimes actually they, they had the advantage because I think they know a lot of newer stuff, but they also yeah. know the old stuff. Yeah. And they'll bring some songs, and I think, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's true, but also you've got to pick songs that work as well. Exactly. And because so people. many people um, pick up the ukulele and say, I love this song, let's play it at Balmain or play it somewhere. And it just doesn't suit 30 people sitting around playing that song. Mm. And you cannot have 30 people mm. coming around playing yeah. a nice, quiet ballad or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, right. and everyone's playing it differently. Mm. So, yeah, some some things yeah. are really are better for a yeah. smaller group or even yeah. just just mm. just a solo thing. Yeah, yeah. I right. think we pretty much all agree on the songs. You know, if we like them, we we sing them, don't we? I mean, we I like think them, we all if we like them, we can make them work. Yes, mm. then we yeah. say, great, yeah. this is going to be fantastic, and it goes into the repertoire. And um, yeah, some songs go out, some songs come in again. And, That's uh, right. Yeah. It, it's amazing, you know, to be able to do swing on ukulele. Um, you know, we even do Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy, which you wouldn't think you would, you could do on ukulele. And I and I hope that by doing stuff that's a little bit different, we offer something a little bit different, a little bit different mm. to our perhaps to other groups. Well, I think that's important now because there are yeah, so many groups. Exactly. Now, if they all just get up there and sing bad yes. and rising, you know, yes. it's, it's it's fine, but you get a yeah, bit yes. tired of it. <laughs> Good song though it is. Yeah, that's right. Lines we don't do. Yeah. That and Blue yeah. By You, of course, everyone likes to do Blue By You as well, and we know we used to, and we thought, of it, no, there's too many people doing it. So mm-hmm. we just move away from those mm-hmm. more common songs and play different ones. It's we did it well, though. Of course, of course. <laughs> we, we did, did it well. I think it was actually Central Coast last year was one of the songs Rock was going to play. We heard some in the morning play, and you just think, oh, oh no. no. It's the worst thing. And when yeah. you're on later and, and rather than oh, no. you think, damn, they got there first, but yeah. we'll just do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, That's what you do. That's right. That's exactly what you do. Well, how about one more song, Sing As You're Poised There? Mm. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. So this one's helped me make it through the night. Um, a bit mm-hmm. slower, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, um, nice little ballad. Tonight I need a friend 
yesterday is dead and gone And tomorrow's out of sight And it's sad to be alone And help me make it through the I've reached that point now <laughs> where I'm going to ask you how ukuleles changed your lives. So we'll start. Start with me again. Start with you again because okay, you're, you're just fine. on my left. That's right. It makes sense. That's okay. Um, changed my life. Well, I met these wonderful people. And um, I also spent some time in Perth. And when, when you travel um, with a ukulele, you've got plenty of friends. Um, I've been to France and I've gone to places northeastern France and I've said, oh, look, are there any ukulele clubs here? And sure enough, you find one or two within an hour's drive or an hour's train ride or something. Um, so I spent four years in Perth and had a great time. Perth has got a bustling ukulele scene. It is really good. And, um, yeah, so we just it's, it changes your life because of that social aspect that we were talking about before. It gives you, you know, 150 of my... Closest friends are um, ukulele players from <laughs> Perth, plus four or five here as well. <laughs> yeah, you need some here because Perth's a long way. Exactly. That's right. No, I've got a few good friends here as well on ukulele. It's good. How has it changed you? That's life? an interesting question, isn't it? I yes. mean, I love the music. I've always loved the music and I, I love ukuleles. But, you know, I think it's about the friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's the people. Um, Ukulele is a very happy instrument, so you know people are having a lot of fun. But it, 
it brings together a lot of like-minded people. Um, there's just no aggro. Um, there's there's no people aren't trying to be a guitar god. Um, uh, there's a lot of harmony, and I, I, and I think that's one of the things that makes this group so attractive is that we're all very happy together. Um, there's just no friction whatsoever. We're all very like-minded, but that goes through the whole ukulele genre. So I think the friendships and, mm-hmm. and the festivals, of mm-hmm. course, because the festivals are when everybody gets together and you suddenly, you've got friends coming down from Port Macquarie that you used to know in Sydney and someone comes up from, uh, uh down at um, Wollongong that you haven't seen for a year and you all get together and so the camaraderie is just fabulous. They're kind of like a big family reunion, aren't they? The festival. Yeah, very <laughs> much so. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and, there's, and there's something joyous about making music together, mm. absolutely. Mm. And I think the ukulele gives people of all um, talents and all abilities um, that wonderful gift of being able to make music together. together. Mm. And um, mm. I think that's what's wonderful. Mm. But how has it changed your life? Well, it's it just enabled um, me to continue music into an era where I didn't think I could. You know, you know what I mean? Um, that uh, I had this, you know, we had this great career, um, you know, 25 years ago and now in our own little way we can still make music and that that's yeah. what's great it's given us the opportunity as a as a band and and going to um, Balmain ukulele club to continue our singing and performing and playing and that's how it's changed my life because I look forward to us getting together and doing our gigs and and just uh, and it gives me the opportunity to to practice on my ukulele playing too. So no, it's made us all a happier, um, wonderful team that that we enjoy doing what we're doing. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for coming here yeah, to today. I really enjoyed it, and thank you for the thank songs. You. Pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. This will be the last standard episode for another month or two, Um, but don't worry, I've got some bonus episodes in the works which I'll be putting in the feed while I go in search of more fabulous ukulele players to chat to. I'm sure you will enjoy those. If you haven't heard by now, I've started a Patreon to help me cover expenses like hosting and covering royalties. But above all, your support lets me know that you value the show and that it's worth all the time and effort it takes me to make it. All my monthly supporters will receive an exclusive ukulele as a new black decal, which will look great on your ukulele case, and you can't get them anywhere except via Patreon. That won't cost you much more than a cup of coffee a month, but if you donate a bit more, you can get your name in the show notes, or you can even get me to play a ukulele cover of the song of your choice. That may or may not be a good thing. Go to patreon.com slash ukulele as the new black to find out more and become a supporter. Thank you so much. Kaleli is the New Black is produced by me, Meredith Harper. I wrote the theme tune and it was performed by me, Jasmine Fellows, Jeff Skellums and Jim Croft. Seb Carrero does all the graphic design. Episodes are released every second Monday and you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or pretty much anywhere podcasts are found. I'll be back with a bonus episode in a few weeks. It didn't cost you much, so I gave it a shot. Now I play all the time and my friends do too and who knew? 
you can lay 